Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss and the Mind. Stay fit, be fit. Yep. Uh, I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Shane, Jeremy, James, and I want to give a big shout-out to Gail in Australia, because Gail went to uh, freeweightlosspodcast.com, left a great comment, and uh, she was she was struggling with pizza. She mm. loved pizza. Pepperoni pizza. I'm, ex- I'm uh, embellishing this, Gail. I hope you don't mind. But deluxe pizzas... Tuscanian pizzas, Italian pizzas, Greek pizza, done that. She loved pizza. She was a pizzaholic. A pizzaholic. So she took some of the things that we were teaching in that po- yeah. podcast uh-huh. and she took them and she made them kind of gray and made them kind of small, stick them in the right hand corner and replaced it with this big, bright, beautiful, delicious looking broccoli. So a couple days later, she's going to the supermarket. Uh-huh. And she walks in, and what's the first thing she sees? It's not pizza. It's broccoli. No, it's cake. <laughs> Big, beautiful, whipped cream, chocolate cake, vanilla cake, you name it. Yeah. And she just walked right by it, did a beeline to the broccoli, and said, oh, this stuff looks so good. <laughs> so, Gail, in Australia, good on you, mate. Isn't that cool how she did that? Because what did she do? She manipulated the picture in her head. Exactly. I mean, it's so cool. When you can actually take a picture manipulate it, and when you manipulate it in depth like that, you can completely change your internal representation, the pattern that you run all times. Yeah. Now think about what else she did there. So she, she manipulated the picture. She starts to see broccoli. Now, what happens is when we usually eat, say, pizza. Okay, we're eating pizza, we're eating pizza. Well, we develop what? Taste a taste for yeah. pizza. Yeah. You know, it's like every time... We think this is good tasting. Yes, we think it's great tasting. We develop a taste, and then that becomes something that I've taught before would become an anchor. Yeah. So eventually, we just keep wanting more of this food because... That happens to a lot of young people with beer and alcohol. Because I remember when I was a kid, yeah. my dad would say, here, have a beer. And mm-hmm. I'd go, I don't want it. I don't like the taste. He says, well, when you get with your kid, with your buddies and you're 18 or 21 or whatever, and they're going to want you to have a beer, I want you to be able to handle your beer. Yeah. Right? Because in the social situation, we're probably going to do what everyone around us is doing. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I don't want you to have a couple of beer and get drunk and wrap your car around the floor. Yeah, I want you yeah. to know how to handle it, right? But I didn't like the taste of beer. Yeah. And now, you know, 30-odd years later, I don't mind the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that, that's the thing is we acquire a taste. Acquire a taste. For exactly. certain foods. There's a good example. When I was overweight... I would walk by the, this ice cream parlor, and every time I walked by it, I would go in. Even though I knew I had to change my pattern, it would almost like just pull me in. Mm-hmm. It was such a pattern that I ran over and over. So I'd walk by it, and then I'd go, okay, i got to go in. But I already acquired such a taste to it. So it was almost like I was salivating before I even got in there. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. It's like Pavlov and his dogs, right? You know, he rings the bell, and they go around, and then all of a sudden, yeah. he doesn't have to ring it anymore, and he just put out, puts out the food. No, the, it's the other way around. Well, he rings the bell. He yeah, brings puts the bell, out the food. Puts out the food. Yeah, yeah. They salivate. Then they salivate. After a while, he rings the bell. They salivate. There's yeah, no food. And there's no food. And they keep salivating and salivating, right? Do you know that there is an ice cream that will cure you of ever wanting to eat any ice cream again? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I discovered this. I almost hate to admit it because I'm going to have to stand up and say I'm a big fat pig. But there is this uh, small little ice cream parlor 
on Commercial Drive, actually. Yeah. It's a one-man shop. He makes all the ice cream right there. He's got like 218 flavors, right? So just imagine what that place is like in the summertime. But he has one called Spicy Chocolate. And just imagine your throat burning from spice yeah. as it's cold from the chocolate ice cream. Huh. It's, an, it's an amazing experience. But you can't eat the ice cream because it's too it's hot. Too I mean, ice cream too hot, it just doesn't make sense. But anyway. There's something to break a pattern. There's something to break. Yes. <laughs> so I think that... Let's get back to yeah, taste. I think what we got to look at here today is, how do you break a pattern with taste? Because mm-hmm. we acquire it so much, we keep doing the same thing, right? And we, we go back to the exact same food, and then it's that cue. And it's all of a sudden, it's like we salivate. Mm-hmm. And it just triggers and our mouth waters, and we got to go back to it. So yeah. how would we would actually start to break this pattern is number one, what do we do? We gotta recognize the pattern yeah. of it of it coming. And then we gotta just start to substitute. It's actually a good easy pattern to break. So you're saying you never stop a pattern, you substitute. No, you never stop a pattern because if you just stop yes. it, well if you if you say, Okay, I'm gonna stop it right away, what happens is your brain says, Uh oh, you're taking this away from me and it wants it more. Yeah. That's how the brain works. So it builds it up can't do that. until all of a sudden it's a compulsive thing. Yeah, it's like you just keep going and going and going. And that's a mistake I think a lot of people think. They say, oh, I'm doing this, I've got to stop it. Mm -hmm. You hear it all the time. I have to stop smoking. I have to stop this. I have to stop eating. I have to stop gaining weight. And if you realize, folks, you can't stop, it's like, okay, instead of smoking, I'm going to eat a carrot. Instead of this, I'm going to do that. Instead of watching... The Simpsons, I'm going to go for a half-hour walk with my loved one and talk about stuff. Yeah, and, and that's right, because you acquire something else for it, right? Yeah. So you think about, when I stopped drinking milk, I went from, I started a long time ago with like 2% milk. Yeah, me too. And then I went to skim milk. Me too. And now, then I went to soy milk. No, I didn't do that. And then I went to almond milk. I did that. Which is like the best you can get. Is it? So, yeah. I didn't you know that. Yeah. No. So, you don't even know that. And it's just, well, I look yeah. at soy and I kept hearing about male breasts and estrogen and stuff, but I didn't know if it was right or that, not. That, yeah, that's but just... It didn't matter. It scared me away from soy. So, I said, but almond. No one was saying anything bad about almond milk. So. Yeah, almond milk is the best you can actually get. Well, maybe we'll do... Uh, I'll talk about almond milk next uh, episode. Next time. And I'll okay. tell a little more bit about it. But it's good. It, oh, it's great. Yeah, I like it. So, what I did there is I acquired a taste. So at first I was it tasted good, but in milk at first tasted like water to me. Like, yeah. Ooh, right? But but the almond milk was kind of like okay, yeah, it tasted good, but I still kind of wanted to go back to the skim milk. Oh, interesting. So I kept you know almost you know trying to go back to that. So I just kept drinking it and drinking and drinking. And what happens eventually? I forgot all about the skim milk. So I acquired a new taste for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to break a pattern on food like like this, and a lot of times you just need to be persistent. You've got to be persistent, and you've got to keep substituting and just doing it over and over and over. Because what happens is, it automatically goes into your nervous system. You neurologically become that, mm. so you don't really start to remember anything I more. I thought you were looking like almond milk. To me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't my skin looking good off from the <laughs> almond milk? Light. <laughs> you got the, you got the, the chocolate almond milk. The chocolate. Okay, okay. There's actually chocolate almond milk too, but that's not. One is it's healthy for you, right. so. Well, I have a little bit of that every once in a while. The chocolate mostly, it's, mostly it's the unsweetened plain that I get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you reminded me also of, uh, I, did, I take these greens every day. I take an squ- 8-ounce glass or 8 or 12-ounce glass of these greens, which you've tasted and you know how bad they taste. Yeah. And it's weird because they don't taste bad to me anymore. Yeah. And it was it, kind of the first couple times, it was like, ooh, whatever. But I kept saying, you know what? 
I know this is going into my body and it's rejuvenating everything and cleansing me and, and I would start noticing small changes, yeah. right? And uh, and now, six months later, it's like, it's a habit. Every morning I get up, I make this, first thing I do is I drink that and pow, I've got good energy for the rest of the day. Yeah. So I mean, you But it tastes bad. I mean, folks, you know what green powdery stuff look tastes like. Tastes bad, right? But get past that and then you're all right. Here's a good example. I completely did not like to eat a lot of vegetables before. Mm. Cooked vegetables, yes. Right. Raw vegetables in my fridge, they would sit there and go bad. I don't know why I used to buy them, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I would buy all these vegetables, I'd put them in my fridge, and then I'd throw them all away. Yeah. Every time. Well, you're developing a new habit. Yeah. Sometimes there are stages. Stage one, buy, throw out. Stage two, buy. Say, why am I doing this? Throw out. Stage three, buy. Why am I doing this? I better eat it before it goes bad. Yeah. <laughs> throw out. That was just great for the grocery stores. <laughs> Well, and the compost too. If you yeah, had a compost. But now you you look at what I did there is I had to change my pattern, and instead of always having cooked stuff, right? Yeah. I would start to change to the more stuff in the vegetables. Now, when you talk about surrounding yourself with the right people, what with me is I met I met a girl that I'm with right now, and then she ate more raw food stuff. So I started to actually you know take on that more. And at first I actually would try and fight it because it was almost like well. You know, I like the cook stuff better, and I'm just going to go back to the cook stuff. But now I've acquired a taste to it. So now there's times when I actually miss it. When I don't get, like, actually the raw vegetables, I miss it. And I never thought that I could be the type of person that would change to completely, like, eat more raw vegetables like that. Right. But it just shows. You know, I grew up in Saskatchewan. You know, you were eating meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes I mean, potatoes, whoever's right. listening from around the world, Saskatchewan is like a small province in Canada. On the prairies where they grow wheat. Yeah, on the prairies where you grow wheat, cattle. And there's no hills or mountains, and you can literally see forever. It's flat. It's, it is flat. Yeah, I'm from the province right beside you. It's just <laughs> as, almost as flat. Yeah, and you're, that province is even worse. <laughs> well, we, we won't say what province, because then that province won't listen to us anymore. That's right, that's right. Okay, so the big thing is you have control of your taste, which means what you have developed a taste for. Mm-hmm. And if you've developed a taste for ice cream, you can develop a taste for broccoli, mm-hmm. which Gail in Australia approved. That's right. I mean, it's we have so many anchors in us from when we were young. A lot of it stems back from when we were young. You know, our parents give us ice cream. I, I always love this one, too. You know, what happens is, if you're, they say to their kids, if you do really good today, and you be really good, I'm going to give cream. you a treat, an ice cream. So you're programming your kids to become fat. Yeah. But like that's how really we today, I'll give you a carrot. Yeah. That's how we motivate our kids, so to program them to become fat. Why do you think thirty percent of the, the kids are overweight now? Fifteen right. percent are obese right. and it's getting worse and worse. I have an yeah. anchor on cucumbers. I don't like cucumbers. I don't know why I don't like cucumbers. Well probably because you tell yourself you don't like them first. I mean <laughs> <laughs> No, but I I've never never liked them. And I don't understand why I don't like them. And I think probably what happened is somebody had a cucumber and hit me over the head with it. And I was yeah, like, I think you had a there's bad... There's an anchor in there somewhere, I think right? you had a bad experience with a cucumber. <laughs> ooh. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's an X-rated version. <laughs> As you go, ooh. I hope not. Let's <laughs> yeah. not bring up any memories I don't want to bring up. Yeah. Lucky we have a uh, R-rated podcast. R-rated. Yeah, <laughs> well, or at least there's, there's no one editing it or overseeing it. Yeah, that's right. Except us. All right, so uh, what do we want to leave everybody with? I would say the homework for today is look at what bad foods you're eating right now 
And when you go to eat them or what restaurants you go to or, or what places you walk by or grocery stores, what do you have an urge to go for right away and eat? That what, it, what taste have you acquired for stuff that's not healthy for you, for stuff that actually damages your body? And pick out maybe, I'd say, three foods right now that you could actually start to eliminate and substitute something for them. The goal is to substitute and then eliminate. Substitute and eliminate, right? And so find something that you could start substituting and then keep just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And eventually, you'll acquire a taste for that new type of food yeah. and you'll be well on your way to success. That's right. Because that's all about healthy, getting the healthy food into your body so your body can repair itself and have energy. Mm-hmm. It's not about reducing your waistband as much as it's about increasing your lifespan. There you go. Mm. Straight from Shane Jeremy James. That's how I roll, as usual. All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. If you want to uh, listen in on previous podcast episodes that we've done, head over to www.free weightlosspodcast.com leave some comments be like Gail be proactive let us know what you're thinking and uh, and your success stories we really appreciate it it uh, motivates us keeps us going if you want to know what J- uh, Shane Jeremy James has been up to go to www.shanejeremyjames.com plus you can also find you on Facebook right? yes I have lots of Facebook friends from the podcast that's right you come so, in droves yes yeah so sign on in there and uh, say hi and We'd like to have you as part of the friends. And there's also a Weight Loss in the Mind Facebook group that yes. you can join. Yeah. Uh, leave some comments there. Uh, anything else we want to tell them? What are we doing next week? We're going to talk about almond milk next week. We're going to talk about almond milk next week. And I'll give you a few more healthier products that can actually increase your energy. Yeah. Almond milk is a great one for the substitution and elimination. Because I really think, in my particular case, I'm sure I have allergies to milk. Yeah. And I noticed when I was growing up, my nose was always plugged, but it wasn't running or anything, just it was just swollen. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. And uh, ever since I stopped the milk, I had no problems. So I just, I don't know if that's what it was or not, but yeah. it's just weird. So you'll, you'll be surprised what happens in your life when you substitute stuff that isn't necessarily stuff your body likes, but stuff your body does like. I guess that's what yeah. All right, so join us next week, everybody, and uh, until next time, think fit and be fit.